Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. You're very welcome indeed. 51551 is the number for your text. You can email drivetime at rte.ie this afternoon. Well, tributes have been paid across the day today to former Taoiseach and leader of Fine Gael, uh, John Bruton, who has died at the age of 76. First elected to the Dáil in 1969 at the age of just 22, John Bruton served in successive Fine Gael-led governments in the 1980s. He became leader of the party in 1990 and was elected Taoiseach in 1994 at the head of a coalition government. After losing the 1997 general election, he remained on as leader of the opposition before being toppled in a heave in 2001. President Michael D. Higgins, who served in government with uh, John Bruton, described him as a deeply committed politician who demonstrated a lifelong interest and engagement in public affairs. I'm, enjo- I'm joined now by um, Charlie Flanagan, former Fine Gael Minister for Justice, uh, Murray McGuinness, European Commissioner for Financial Services, and Pat Rabbit, former leader of the Labour Party. Uh, you're all very welcome to the programme. I might come to you, Charlie Flanagan, first of all, as a Fine Gael TD for over 30 years. You knew John Bruton very, very well. Um, what was your relationship uh, like? Well, I first met John Bruton uh, shortly after he was elected in 1969. I was a teenager. I was in Leinster House with my father. Met John Bruton. He was the youngest TD, certainly the youngest Fine Gael TD at the time, probably the youngest TD in the Dáil. Uh, we had a bit of a laugh. He told me he wanted to see me one day in Dáil Éireann, and of course he did, uh, and he appointed me Chief Whip. Um, it's a sad day for Fine Gael, obviously, a sad day for the country, and, and uh, my condolences to Finola and Richard mm-hmm. uh, and all of John's family. Uh, it's a loss to Ireland. Um, he was a good man. Uh, he was a politician who believed in Parliament, and he believed in rules, and he believed in process. He didn't take shortcuts. Uh, he didn't believe in a, uh, a narrow populism. Um, he he believed in rules and process when he was Minister for Finance. Uh, he was a man of financial prudence, uh, industrial policy. He reformed the company's legislation. Uh, he was a short fuse. Uh, I was chief whip on two occasions within 10 years. Um, we had our ups and downs, mm-hmm. uh, but there's no doubt uh, John Bruton was a patriot. He was a parliamentarian. Mm. Uh, he was a constitutionalist. He believed in a rules-based system. And when you say uh, he, had, co- he had a short fuse, uh, Charlie, in a way that goes exactly with all of the other traits that you mentioned there, that he had high standards, that he was a rules man, a process man. And if people didn't comply, well, as a leader, then uh, of course he would have been a little bit irritated. Yeah, he loved a good argument. Uh, He was a man of ideas. No sooner would we complete a policy document at front bench level, and we were in opposition for all of the early 90s, uh, no sooner was a policy document complete uh, than he would instruct Richard, his brother, as director of policy, to review it and revise it. Uh, His energy was such that uh, he was never uh, one to adopt a, a position uh, that he believed couldn't be improved upon. Uh, and, and, he, and of he, course... It, can I ask you about it? all of those traits that uh, he brought on when he was Taoiseach and leader of Fine Gael, and in particular, Charlie, an area that you're very familiar with, the, the peace process. Um, he had a yep. furious row with John Major, didn't he? 
Uh, well, he had his up and, uh, ups and downs with people, but he was very keen. I remember going to uh, going to Northern Ireland with him in um, the late 90s. I was spokesman. He was leader. Uh, and he was very keen to ensure that he would at all times reach out to unionists to appreciate their position. And he said to me in the back of the car, he said, you know, one thing, you will never understand somebody uh, unless you can actually put your feet in their shoes. Uh, and that struck me. He was very keen uh, at all times to ensure an understanding of the other person's argument, not always to agree with it, mm -hmm. but certainly to understand it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what he did across the board. It was the hallmark of the man in many respects. He, mm -hmm. he worked tirelessly for peace and reconciliation. And to he, understand he, the other he, side. Uh, did, uh, how yeah. did he, um, uh, and that's what he did with unionism, isn't that right? He tried to understand the other side. How, how did he regard Sinn Féin, Charlie? Uh, well, John Bruton was a constitutional nationalist. Uh, he was a man who wanted the unity uh, of the people on the island of Ireland solely by consent. Uh, he'd no time for violence. He'd no time uh, for the Armalite and the ballot box. He was purely a ballot box man. And, of course, in the early part of his career, um, in, in, in uh, the early part of the Troubles, he saw the loss of his friend, his personal friend, Senator Billy Fox uh, from Monaghan, an adjoining constituency to John's constituency of Mead. Uh, so he, he was very keen, uh, right up after the Good Friday Agreement, when the issue of, of decommissioning was very much a sticking point, uh, John Bruton was always keen to ensure that there was evidence there. Uh, if there's going to be decommissioning, if there was decommissioning, he was anxious to ensure evidence. So he was a rules-based man, mm -hmm. a process man. Uh, he was also responsible for the dollar committees that we 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 we, uh, we now have here in Leicester House in the early 1980s not only um, was he, he a minister of finance and public service but he 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 also had the job yeah. of being leader of the house and an uh, awful lot of work is being done tr through those committees today uh, in large part I suppose thanks to the work of John, John Bruton uh, stay with me Charlie Fanningen if you can for a minute because I want to bring in your colleague in Fine Gael, um Moraid McGuinness European Commissioner for Financial Services and Financial Stability and Capital Markets uh, Union. Uh, and what I really want to ask you, Moraine McGuinness, you're very welcome to the programme as well, is Europe, the EU, was a huge part of John Bruton's life as well. He went on to serve as EU ambassador to the US uh, after his, he, he was Taoiseach. How was he so well regarded, in your opinion, by the bigwigs in Europe? Because he worked hard for Europe. I mean, I want to join um, the programme and really take up where um, Charlie Flanagan has left off, where he said very clearly that John Bruton, first of all, was a good man. He believed in rules and process. And I'm speaking to you from Strasbourg. And what's really lovely today in the shortest of time is so many people who actually worked with or remember John Bruton will be going to an EPP group meeting this evening, and I dare say his, his legacy will be discussed and people will share memories of him. And he, he had persistence. And I have learned, and I think others in politics, that those who expect a quick fix will fail, but those who persist will achieve something. And John Bruton, always in my recollection, had a notebook with him. He listened to stories which were big political ones, but also the stories of individuals in his constituency. And he would come to many EPP meetings when we travelled. I recall the, maybe five years ago, John being very present 
for what, when we were nominating a Spitzen candidate and was really engaged in the process. He, he never lost an interest in politics, even though he wasn't active. Mm. And his work as an ambassador for Europe in America was really pivotal. He really explained Europe, which is not an easy concept, to our American friends. Um, and I think everything he did, he did with great passion and conviction. And I just a funny story because, I mean, I would have, I was 10 when he was elected. So it was like, you know, when I watched his career, it was just as that member of the public in this big figure. And then when I ran for politics, he very kindly supported my nomination and made a fantastic speech that everybody loved because, you know, in Fine Gael, he was this great orator. And we were a bit sceptical. This is a three-seat constituency, you'll recall, that myself and Avril Doyle um, were, were two candidates. Two seats seemed impossible. But I remember at one moment coming towards the end, canvassing with John Bruton, somewhere in there. And, of course, people would, you know, gravitate towards me like a magnet. Mm. And he kind of said to me, well, maybe two seats will be possible. And thankfully, that was the outcome. So he worked with people like me who had no uh, track record. I know that the Minister for Justice, said lovely words about uh, his connection with her mm. and her entry into politics. So I think he helped a lot of people well, between, along the journey. Between your, yourself and Charlie Flanagan and the Taoiseach earlier today, it seems John Bruton has had uh, a role in bringing the, the, a lot of the current crop of Fine yeah. in, in, into the party and politics. Can I ask you what, what you think his legacy will be? I think that he was a family man. I mean, at the end of the day, when people say, what about the big political things? I think the fact that he was a family man and he brought those values and virtues into his daily life. Uh, for me, I think that what is most important is that we remember that good man who had those values and that he tried to do some good always. And I think uh, if any of us can achieve that, then that's a great legacy. Mm-hmm. He, made, he made a lovely contribution in a video made last year to recall the uh, Good Friday Agreement's 25 years. And he talked about a need for almost a spiritual transformation in the people of Northern Ireland, in the way they looked at each other. And we know he was a man of deep faith. And I think he brought that into his politics without it being overbearing. Mm. And in fact, very often it was helpful. Let me bring in Murray McGuinness and thank you very much indeed for uh, those words. Let me bring in Pat Rabbit who is uh, former leader of the Labour Party would have served in government with John Bruton as well as the first ever super junior uh, Pat Rabbit, isn't that right? Uh, was he as yes. h- hard a taskmaster with, with lefty super juniors as he was with his own party, I wonder? I don't see him in that light. Um, in in my view there were two periods in the political career of John Bruton as as a young man, he was a very assertive, ideological uh, politician. Uh, in his time after he assumed the role of Taoiseach, uh, he was an immensely skillful manager of a three-party cabinet, uh, a politician of, of conviction, um, and as has been said, a decent man, I would like to extend my condolences to uh, Finola and his family. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a loss to public life because even though he was in retirement, uh, he continued to contribute to public discourse. Uh, he usually had something interesting to say at a time when it was not mainstream mm. to accept that there were a million unionist people on this island whose views had to be taken into account uh, that was his view. He, he essentially was a Redmondite, um, and his views on Northern Ireland 
became mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a cerebral politician. You know, um, I heard what you said at the top of the program from uh, the president, Michael D. Higgins. Uh, I, I would agree with that. I mean, his uh, his life commitment uh, was to politics mm. uh, and uh, can I doing ask, the right thing by yeah. his lights. And can I ask you uh, then, based on what you said yourself there about him being an assertive ideological politician, I think were the words you used, um, one of the big social changes that he advocated in this country uh, was divorce and he supported the, the divorce referendum. How difficult was that for him, uh, do you think? Well, I think it was difficult for him. Uh, it wouldn't be right to say that he supported it in the sense that uh, I don't ever recall him out campaigning for it before uh, that government was formed. But that government left behind a very considerable legacy in terms of progressive legislation. Um, Mervyn Taylor was the Minister for Law Reform, and when it came to the referendum on divorce, I recall an absolutely critical intervention, I think it was on the Sunday before polling, by John Bruton. Uh, It was an issue that I don't think many people would have associated him with Mm. but he recognized that there was a serious problem of marital breakdown that uh, the mood of the country was for change he rode in behind us uh the cabinet was united on it and um, in in fact you know for for a man who who was a, a conservative in his early days his performance in the leadership and management of that government, uh, which I think, objectively, is regarded as one of the better governments of the last 50 years, uh, a great deal of it is to the way in which he managed it and the impartial approach that he took to issues that sometimes might not be his first choice. Well, that, that is some praise given that it was a, a rainbow uh, setup. Can I go back for a final word, if I may, to Charlie Flanagan? And it's about something you said there, uh, Charlie, that he refused to do anything populist. Uh, and it just strikes me in today's age and today's uh, politics, I wonder what he made of today's politics, populism, clips, social media, uh, atmosphere the post-truth atmosphere that we have in politics today. What did he make of that, I wonder? Well, I had some conversations with him over the last 12 months, and, you know, he did speak of the changes in politics. But John Bruton was very much grounded uh, with a sense of place, his love for County Meath, his close links with agriculture and rural Ireland, and indeed the farming community. Uh, Oftentimes he felt that probably uh, was a minus when campaigning around Dublin and metropolitan areas, but he, 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 was very, he was very much grounded in rural Ireland, and he believed in an Ireland where all traditions could not only feel secure, but could flourish. And that's where I think his work in Northern Ireland was hugely important at the time uh, in, in ensuring uh, that there was a level of trust and confidence to lead to uh, the Good Friday Agreement the year after uh, he left the Taoiseach's office. Uh, he also, uh, 
when he was in government and, and um, Pat speaks in the economy and also uh, in the social change, the divorce referendum. Um, and Pat is so right because uh, I have no doubt but the divorce referendum would not have passed at that time. This was the narrowest of margins and an intervention by the Taoiseach, which was seen at the time as hugely significant, to my mind, did sway a body of opinion. Yeah. Uh, but he, he also in government took on the criminal gangs, uh, the, the, the uh, inauguration and setting up of the Criminal Assets Bureau. Uh, but I think more than anything else, he will be remembered for his time in finance and financial prudence. Uh, he was not going to spend other people's money. He was not going to waste the money of the people of Ireland. He feared at one stage in the early 80s that the IMF would come knocking at the door, which of course they did 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but John Bruton, uh, was at all times at pains to ensure that that would not happen. Uh, and and that resulted in mm-hmm. unpopular decisions. And they're, uh, they're of a principles, type that we all I think their prin- principles, it's fair to say, Charlie, that, it, that he brought into his commentary after leaving politics and certainly into his role as uh, EU ambassador to the United States as well. Uh, we'll leave it there for the moment. Charlie Flanagan, Murray McGuinness, and Pat Rabbit, thank you very much indeed for joining us on the programme. If you have a memory or a, a memory of meeting John Bruton, you can send it to 51551. But we pass on our condolences certainly to uh, the family of uh, Irhishach John Bruton. We'll take a break. 